I've mentioned my friend Terry Begg in previous episodes. Terry owns a painting company here in Ohio. Because of his successful business, he was asked to give a 45-minute breakout presentation at an international conference about how he built his business. If you were in his shoes, what would you have done? Many people join Toastmasters because their jobs require public speaking and presentation skills. But most of those professional presentations are not limited to five to seven minutes. When people visit Toastmasters, they often wonder, how can you use Toastmasters to build a longer presentation? And how can Toastmasters help you practice? Today on the podcast, let's talk about your professional presentations. Do you need to develop your professional presentation skills? Whether it's a short impromptu answer to a question at a business meeting or a major project presentation, Toastmasters can help you craft the professional presentation you want to give. This is Toastmasters 101. I'm your host, Kim Cranji. My boss told me to join Toastmasters. We hear this a lot. I'll bet that at least half of the people who walk through our doors to join Toastmasters are doing so because of their career. Either they're going to be speaking as a representative of their company, or they're going to be speaking to other employees. Lots of people walk into a Toastmasters meeting for their jobs. Then there are people like Terry, who have become successful in their careers, and they're invited to speak because of their expertise. Or there are people like me who have been asked to make presentations about specific topics that an organization needs to have presented. Or, and you may be one of those very smart people who realize this, communication skills need to be improved to rise in your career. But to visitors who have certain presentation model in mind, what they see us do at Toastmasters meeting does not look like what they need. It doesn't look like it's going to help them. If the boss is expecting a 30-minute presentation with computer slides, and most of our presentations are five to seven minutes long, it can be easy for them to dismiss Toastmasters as a method to help you achieve your goals. And what does an icebreaker have to do with my professional presentation anyway? Let's talk about incremental improvement. You learn how to speak to groups like you learn how to play poker. We don't get a list of rules and immediately become great speakers. I doubt anyone has ever become a great poker player right away. Just because the game is explained to them doesn't mean they understand all the techniques and the tricks that you need to develop that only come with experience. Toastmasters doesn't assume that you have any skills to start with. We want to start you with where you are. We don't assume that you're completely without skills either. This is why Toastmasters starts with the icebreaker speech. You need to start where you are with the information that you know best. That's your personal story. We ask you to make it short, and we ask you to start as soon as you're comfortable. Or maybe a little sooner. There are some people who come and they would never give a speech without a lot of encouragement to get up on the stage. One of the things we want to see you develop is your own voice. How you communicate is very personal. Your personality, your style will show almost immediately. What will also show very quickly are the places where improvement can be made quickly. 
let's call it low-hanging fruit, the simple changes that make the biggest impacts. Often, these are filler words or bad organization of your material. We will help you see these things, and we will give you the tools to improve. That's what evaluators do. They point out the fastest fixes because they're the most obvious, although they're not always the easiest. For example, I have a very bad abuse problem. You probably won't notice it here in the podcast because, and I'm being real here, I edit out my filler word. You have no idea how often I say so or okay or now, but believe me, my club can tell you I have a problem. This has gotten so bad that, yes, I said the so there, that I have my high school students ring bells whenever I misuse certain words. Have you ever given a 13-year-old a bell and tell them to ring it every time you say the word so? There is no off switch on 13-year-olds. They go to town on me, and as a result, I'm on track to eliminate that crutch word. Again, it's not always easy, but the bell is the fastest way I know to change me. Some clubs continue to use bells, although it's harder to do it when we're all online. Some clubs hate the idea. Talk to your club about what their preferences are if you think you need to get rid of filler words. Okay, I digress there. Let's get back to it. We want you to start with your icebreaker. We want you to start with your story. It's the baseline that we need to know to help you improve. Once that's established, you're going to make some very quick progress based on how often you choose to speak. The Pathways Education Program is a foundation. It's built to help you improve. Simple skills such as content organization and understanding your communication style so you can maximize how effective you are, those are taught to you quickly and early. As you understand the Pathway Program, you'll see why we ask you to complete certain projects early. I do understand if you want to hurry up and get to the critical speaking skills that you know you'll need at work. Computer presentations, visual aids, connect with your audience. We've got all that training along with speech projects so that you can learn to do that as soon as you want. But please realize, we know how people master this skill set. It's not about speed, it's about practice. I'm not going to stop you from jumping to level three. In fact, I will encourage you to move to the level three elective speech projects as quickly as you can. Even skip all of level two to get to them. I've explained all that in episode 49. The link is in the show notes that skipping is permitted in the Pathways program. Therefore, if you feel the need to work on specific skills right away, and we have speech projects that have training for you, go directly to them. I'd suggest you talk to your club's vice president of education or your mentor for assistance if you need to know how to do that on Pathways. It's easy, really. Moving up a level is as simple as clicking on a different menu on your base camp. Your professional presentations start with you. You know what you're going to be giving in your speeches. You know what your boss is expecting. Are you giving a heavily data-driven report? Are you persuading a potential customer? Are you informing your coworkers about the status of a project? We want to help you succeed with your presentation, which is why we offer you the opportunity to make your presentations in our club meetings. What's that you say? 
What about the pathways projects? What about the five to seven minute speeches? You can do the vast majority of your speech projects on any topic you want. In fact, we in your club want to hear a wide diversity of topics. I would much rather hear a speech about your work than give you another speech about mine. Our speech projects aren't usually about topics. They're designed to introduce and develop skills. The topics generally don't matter. So if you have a presentation that you need to give at work, we can probably find a speech project that will help you improve your speaking skills and give you the chance to practice your presentation and get the speech project credit. Remember Terry, that painter I mentioned at the beginning of the episode? He had a 45-minute presentation to give. What he did was bring his speech to us. He used a variety of speech projects to practice it at meetings over months. Speech after speech, he got different evaluators who were looking at different skills and helping him to refine his speech. We never got his entire speech at one meeting. Instead, he broke it down into parts, five to seven minute parts. This helped him focus on his content. And I think he was smart. Keeping each of his sections to five to seven minutes, that allowed him to work with what he'd learned in Toastmasters. And we do get to know from experience what five to seven minute speeches feel like. I do this naturally in my lectures and speech classes now. To break it down, in 45 minutes, he had a five-minute introduction to a speech, three or four seven-minute sections, and a conclusion that left time for his audience's questions. Consider this. How long is the normal attention span of an adult these days, especially when we're online? You've got some researchers out there saying that it's less than a goldfish, about eight seconds. In a professional meeting, you will have their attention, because they're required to listen to you. Let's make them want to listen to you. We don't have to be boring. Public speaking skills aren't just about vocal variety and how to move on a stage. It's about developing your content in a way to have an impact. The five to seven minute format is a tool that helps you keep your content focused and your audience interested. That's not to say that longer presentations are unwelcome at meetings, Toastmasters meetings. There are some projects, particularly in level five, that are expected to go longer. Clubs do accommodate longer presentations with adequate notice. It's not just about signing up on the club website. You need to call your club's vice president of education and tell them that you need a longer speech slot on a particular day. Saying that you want a 20-minute speech presentation and the VPE doesn't adjust the agenda accordingly may end up with a meeting with two regular five- to seven-minute speeches and one 20-minute long presentation, which makes the meeting go very, very long. This is not a good idea. Professional presentations are welcome at Toastmasters. Just let us know in advance, okay? Yeah, I said okay again. One thing I want you to know is that you recognize the importance of the right introduction to that kind of long presentation at a club meeting. Get your audience in the right mode right away by writing a good introduction for the Toastmaster of the day to prep the audience before you take the stage. Explain the purpose of this presentation and who your audience will be and we'll pretend to be them. We're very good at pretending to be the audience that you're presenting to. 
we actually enjoy it. So, dang it, if you're visiting Toastmasters because your boss told you to come, please come in and plan to stay. We want to help you succeed in your professional presentations and in your career. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. How about sharing this podcast with a friend who needs help with their professional presentations? Toastmasters 101 is available on just about every platform I've been able to find. I'm still waiting to hear from the Amazon people for their new podcasting platform, but I'm excited to announce that we are now on the Ghana or Gaina or I don't know how to say it. It's a podcasting platform in India, and that just happened last week. Your Toastmasters Club is probably planning to have a speech contest at some time in the next few months. Please consider competing. Next week, we'll talk about the value of contests and why, even if you don't compete, you'll benefit from the club having a contest. We'll talk to you again next time on Toastmasters 101.